Hi, welcome back to another episode of my Inside Voice podcast. How are you? Um, I'm in my car. Surprise, surprise. Uh, I wanted to jump on here again. I know it's so much content for you so consistently. Who am I? I think Venus and Pisces is really allowing me to get into creativity flow. And I am really excited about that. I think today I, so I alluded to a podcast that I wanted to do, an episode that I wanted to record about sex and intimacy and relationships and just our attraction towards the object object of our affection or objects and how physicality and intimacy versus sex and what we've learned in our journey and on this episode in my journey and how that's evolved. Um, Yesterday, I released an episode about Venus and Pisces and how it's kind of cracked open the shadow side of me. And it was tough. I'm not going to lie. Last night was really tough getting to sleep. And I woke up with an emotional hangover, which you've probably heard me reference throughout the rest of these episodes, these previous episodes, um, just because it's not pretty when you try to discover your shadow side. And a lot of people go, most people go through their entire lives not wanting to acknowledge acknowledge the darkness within them because we all have it and not wanting to get deep down into their core and really see themselves for who they are. They only like to see themselves for what they think they are. And, you know, that's fine. Whatever you want to do, you want to do for those people. But for those people that want to get deeper, it's not a fun road. You are, what do I want to say? You're exposing yourself and all your vulnerabilities and all your ugliness and all your clinginess and all your shit to yourself. And that's really tough to take in. That's really fucking difficult to be around. Can you imagine? trying to make sense of the nonsensical to yourself and much less trying to convince other people that you make sense when you sound crazy. So that was, that's a journey that I've been on for a really long time. And I think yesterday was kind of the precipice of it. It was kind of um, peaked So today I want to talk about relationships and I want to talk about love and I want to talk about physical attraction and I want to talk about how my life has changed and evolved and now the back and forth and the conflict that I feel within me, old me versus new me, and how I can finally choose better and do better in my life. Um relationships for me, romantic relationships for me have always been um, a place to go for salvation, have always been a place to go to hide 
to want to to conform to not be so myself to take a break from myself that's what relationships have been about for me romantic relationships and i've used romantic relationships as a way to really not want to be who i know that i truly am to be some version of myself that is worth loving and maybe if somebody loves me that way i can finally learn to love myself that way you can see where the fucking conflict comes through once i grow up once i start evolving once i start really understanding what love means and who i am and the mask that i can no longer sustain how that fucks shit up how that completely blows everything that i've taught myself and been conditioned to teach myself out into the open and i'm this fucking mess that is trying to clean up years of trying to keep it all together in relationships i've always been the nurturing one i've been the giving one i've been the selfless one quote unquote i've been the one that i would want my partner to um cater to i don't want to i am a scorpio sun so i am ruled by pluto as much as i'm ruled by mars and mars is a very action oriented sign but i don't like that part of me when i'm in a relationship i am very much a person that dumbs down the execution parts of me that really orphans the action part of me that just doesn't want to let live what comes naturally to me i always want to be that girl that wa- that wants to be taken care of by a rich guy that that doesn't have anything else to offer except like her looks and the fact that she's like a damsel in distress it grosses me out too stress tr- trust me it stresses me out and grosses me out that because that's how i used to think and i used to pick these men that used to literally emotionally and otherwise abuse me and used to think that was love they used to completely walk all over me and i thought that that's how it should be and then i used to be alone because those men that i was picking were as fake as i was they weren't alpha they weren't wanting to save me or do anything for me or wanna um be there for me in any real way so i was attracting i was being fake i was not being true to myself so guess what i was attracting people that were fake too people that were just as dangerous for themselves as i was as dangerous to me and we were both dangerous to each other that's fucked up that's a fucking recipe for disaster but i did it <laughs>
And I did it for years. And I was wondering why I was alone. And I feel like now, again, 2020 has been a huge switch, flip of the switch for me. That I am not like that. I'm more confident than I give myself credit for. I'm more dynamic, more fun, more witty, more smart, more able-bodied than I used to be or used to consider myself. And I want a man that's the same way. I want a partner or an object of my affection that's the same way. Now I talked about being intimate versus being sex, like sex versus intimacy. Sex used to be a very shameful thing for me because I used to put on this like innocent, holier than thou, virginal motherfucking victim bullshit. And so whenever I thought about sex or me and a partner would engage and like have sex and all that stuff, it would always be a conflict for me. I would always want to please them. I would always want to make sure they came first and always at the sacrifice of myself because I'm this like virginal Mary that doesn't give a shit about sex, that sex is not important. So I should, I don't deserve to get off because that's the persona that I'm, that's the role that I'm playing. And when you date brown guys, you get, that gets fucking into your head because they also have that role that they want to play. And so you get caught up in it because for me, brown guys were the only guys that I was attracted to. Brown and black guys. Sorry. (laughs) And I always wanted to be the perfect brown girl, the perfect, typical, submissive brown girl that got cheated on constantly, but her man came home to her. That's what the brown dynamic is. I don't know if you guys know, but that's how brown people are to each other. That's how brown couples are. Um, Desi couples, Indian couples, Punjabi couples, whatever you want to say, South Asian couples, whatever it is, there's a definite role play that you do. It's a dance that you do that's unspoken. Woman is this, man is this. Your life is this. And if you are a woman, a girl that is brought up with generations of those roles played out perfectly to the T, you're able to probably find somebody that you are going to spend your life with very early on. It's easy to spot those people. But if you're like me, that doesn't fall into that category, not even a little bit, but fakes it, you'll find fake people too. You'll find people that try to to mold themselves to be a certain way and they're not because you're trying to do the same thing. And then once the masks fall, because they always do, you're left with strangers that don't actually like each other, much less love each other, regardless of what they said. (laughs) Sex is bad because you finally shed those masks and you realize that his dick is smaller than you need 
by a lot. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's really bad at sex. He doesn't give a fuck about you. And you actually give a fuck about you. You actually give a fuck about coming and orgasming and enjoying the process. And foreplay is important. And foreplay doesn't just mean fucking physical shit. It's the buildup. It's the actual friendship that you develop, the relationship that you have. The fact that you like each other, that's major foreplay. And you realize that you want so much more from somebody that it cannot give you any of it. And that's how I lived my life. That was my relationship resume. And it was really sad. And for a long time, I didn't understand the dynamic that was playing itself out over and over again. The universe was trying to show me something. The universe was trying to teach me lessons. And the same situation would play out over and over and over again. Bitch, how many times is it going to take? But we're patient. Are you? Clearly. Because you're willing to go through the same misery over and over and over again. There was a pattern. It was a pathology that I followed. I have a type. I am a type. So once I fell out of that, once I realized, oh wait, maybe this is not what I want. Maybe it's okay to want something completely different than what I was born to want and conditioned to want and convinced myself to want. And then my world opened up. But the external opened up. But I was still struggling inside myself. Do I deserve it? It's like when I lost weight, right? The external changes. And it's better. And it's healthier. But it takes a while for the inside to catch up. That's the human experience in my, in my mind. You know, the universe changes. The external changes. And you, how, you fake it till you make it, though. Because you haven't made it inside. You're, I was still, when I lost all that weight, I was still that little fat girl inside. So I was still insecure. I was still wearing clothes too big for me. I was still, it was so weird because I was still like breaking my food, like with my hands to portion control. I didn't trust my mouth or my body to stop eating when I wasn't hungry. I would portion control, because that's how I used to portion control. I used to take food that I could piece out with my hand without looking like a fucking savage and then put it in my mouth. And I used to, I used to cut my food in bites so I would be able to understand self-control and portion control. And I still used to do that for a really long time, even when I was thinner and you know, I knew that I w there was no, like, chance of me going out of control body-wise. I was still able to, I was still not, it wasn't clicking. And it just recently started clicking, like, oh, bitch, you're not fat. <laughs> you're not how you looked before. Which isn't bad, like, don't get me wrong, like, body type, what a, be your body type, right? But be your body type that you feel the most beautiful, the most confident, and the most yourself in. And I felt like I had a body type that I wasn't more, I wasn't myself in. So I changed, which is the hard part. But the extremely excruciating part is the inside. So for me, when I, so using that as kind of a template for the rest of my life, I 
I'm different now, I'm making choices that are healthier for me, better for me, but my inside inner monologue and my, 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 you know, let's talk about the struggle between two wolves. I'm still struggling with feeling good on the inside and I'm choosing different. I'm being different, but it's still takes a while for my insides to catch up and for my heart to actually lock into place the new combination that I'm feeding it. If that makes sense, the, the newness that surrounds me because I've ended a karmic cycle. I've ended a batch of relationships, 10 years of bad relationships that have served no one, much less me. So now I'm kind of coming into my own where I'm just like, okay, um, I'm choosing better, but now I have to feel better. I have to change the inside. I have to change what I say to myself. I have to actually believe my intuition. I have to stop telling myself that I'm not a priority in any relationship. I have to stop thinking that I have to come off as this like holier than thou, virginal, fucking naive, take care of me type of bitch. That's not who I am. I'm an emotional, giving, caring, beautiful, loving woman, but I'm also very much about um, execution, show me, you know, and not overthinking and taking things for what they are and allowing myself to immerse in this new life that I've called in, that I've manifested. I said to the universe in some frequency or another, I'm sick of this. I'm sick of these men. And the universe is like, okay, finally, let me send you other things. Let me give you other things. You say you're about it, now be about it. And my body didn't know how to handle it. My mind is still trying to get on board, but my world is forever changed. So I have to sort of walk with that and be a bit, be, be that and slowly change my insides and turn the page, get out the book, fuck this book, burn this book and start writing a new one. And, um, what I am attracted to is different now. What I like is different now. What feels good to me is different now. I listen to myself when I like something versus when I dislike something, what I show interest in versus what I don't show interest in. All of that is different now, but the inner monologue seems to continue to be the same for the most part. So I'm still working on that what you can have a podcast and you can do all these things and still not be completely fully realized. All right, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Let me live. I'm still trying to figure out the kinks. I'm still trying to work out the kinks. Uh, yeah, I think that's all I have. I'm going to get more in depth with this. I think this is just like a very preliminary sort of episode that I needed to pop off for a little bit, um, to get off. <laughs> but it's, it's flowing out of me. So I'm not going to stop it. You know, who am I to stop creativity? Venus and Pisces, whatever. I love you. Peace.